right. Welcome, 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 everybody to Kazakh Radio. Thank you for joining me this morning. So today I kind of wanted to go on a deep dive about Jack Murphy, right? And I actually wanted to go disprove his martial arts career because I heard that he built himself as like a two as a two-time Muay Thai amateur champion. So I try to go back through his articles to find any mention of that I think I could verify. But instead I came across this very interesting and quite disturbing article warning there's some light allegations of something that happened here. There's not many details. This is from September 9th, 2015. This was the earliest article I could find on his website. I'm just going to read it and uh, take a look at it. I think this is going to explain a lot of his meltdown, a lot of what he's going through. And this is a very confusing article, but let me know what you guys think. Therapy helped me become a better man. Talk therapy is for girls or weak people. Only sick, broken people seek advice and a safe place to talk. Or so people think. Worse, the therapy industry is run by SJW and feminists with nothing but disdain for males and masculinity. Going to therapy surely would turn me into a white knight or a feminist. Instead, my reality with talk therapy is that it helped me understand who I was, where I'd come from, what I was doing then, and how to help myself get to where I wanted to be. So in case you guys aren't completely up to date, like there's all this weird, um, basically amateur porn career that's come out. A lot of things where he talks about liking males and females and lots of degenerate sex behavior. And I think this article is going to explain some of it. I'm a 40-year-old white male in the United States. I am by all accounts successful professionally and personally. I'm not broken or lost or clueless. I learned about game years ago, and I've incorporated red pill thinking into my life. Yet, talking about my feelings is more than mere masturbation, nor an indoctrination into a way of thinking I didn't deserve or want. Instead, talk therapy helped me become a better man. I first sought out therapy during a time in my life where my sexuality was in overdrive. I was having sex and relationships with a number of different women, and I was feeling like perhaps I was out of control. My feminine imperative shaped mind was conflicted with my actions. I wanted to explore this and other more existential questions I had. Primarily, I wanted to understand why I was doing what I was doing. I chose a gay male therapist because of his work on sexuality and the model he had created. This was before the porn career. I deliberately did not choose a heterosexual woman my age or younger because I wouldn't have been able to fully relax around her. A 60-year-old woman would have had no reference to help me. There are few, if any, straight men in talk therapy. Being that I'm not homosexual, his gayness meant nothing to me. Him being a man certainly did, but it was his approach to sexuality which initially got me in the door. Our sessions began with preliminary work where I reviewed my childhood and home life, coming to understand that I was indeed raised in a home in crisis. My mother is an alcoholic and drug abuser. My father beat me when I was younger and would rage on me and my family. They eventually divorced. We moved several times. Here is the one word or one sentence allegation. And it just led me to my biggest question of this whole saga that I'm going to ask at the end of this. I was sexually assaulted as a child by my babysitter down the street. Is this a male babysitter? Is this a female babysitter? 
this surely definitely explains a lot of his behavior. I mean, I'm curious to know if he was abused by an older woman, as babies understand to be women, if he was sexually assaulted by a woman, which led to all these attitudes that he has now towards women and his weird sex fetishes. That's that's what I was going to say, because I people don't understand that men quite often get abused by older females, and it leads to weird, degenerate sexual behavior. Later on in my family, I have... So I have someone who's been back and forth trans like three or four times and this happened to him. So I'm very interested in, in this. I thought this was really fascinating. We considered all these things and when he held them up to me in black and white, I finally saw that I had faced a stiff headwind all along. These people and situations put thoughts into my head and created habits and patterns in my thinking that were detrimental to who I wanted to be today. This is prior to all all of those videos being made. It, it's just, I really feel bad for the guy. I'm sorry to feel bad for him finally after all this. They taught me that I was never good enough, that I was not living it to my potential, that I failed myself and everyone around me. They taught me I was ugly, fat, and lazy. Worse, they taught me that I was unlovable and my desire for human affirmation would lead me to shame myself for caring. My parents were so unable to connect to me as a child when I reached out to them. I taught myself wanting their approval and attachment was a terrible thing. I shamed myself into thinking that I was flawed because I wanted them to love me. Stop wanting them to love you, you idiot. It's your fault. As a young child, I learned to criticize myself as a coping mechanism. Yes, I felt like I acknowledged a victim status. He still is. He's still acknowledging the victim status. He's still going through this real time for the internet to see. He's never been able to shake this idea of him being a victim, and it stems from that trauma by the babysitter, I think. Around the way we see today where people use it as a way to get something. Now I acknowledge my position as a victim as a way to empower myself. I was finally, or I was able to finally acknowledge that many of the negative thoughts and feelings I had come. I, I'm sorry, let me repeat that. I was able to finally acknowledge that many of the negative thoughts and feelings I had came from my shitty upbringing. I don't think I would have been able to come to see that position without a therapist's help. Having an empathetic and trained professional to help shine some light on other ways of thinking is something I couldn't get from books or on my own way of thinking. My therapist would show me the latest research from the field. He would explain to me how a child bonds to their parents and how successful or negative outcome of that experience shapes who we are today. Do you think this therapist kind of groomed him in a way? Like, help shape his sexuality when he was going through all this. He's obviously a traumatized man going through some shit. I believe he went to the therapist after his first divorce or something. And he rehashed a lot of his childhood trauma here, it seems like. It was a team effort and a partnership. And man was the outcome liberating. No, the negative damning voices in my head aren't mine. And in fact, they came from outright assholes. So let's get rid of them. But how? That's when he introduced me to cognitive behavioral therapy, or CBT. The goal of CBT is to change the way you think about things in order to change the way you feel. Not only was I able to now identify many of the sources of my negative thinking, but I was able to see that I always jumped to the conclusion which cast me in the least favorable light. The voices in my head, including my own narrative, were just killing me all day. You're stupid as fuck. You're fat. You really fucked that up for good now, and on and on. 
Yet through talk therapy and CBT, I was able to begin the process of changing how I thought and thus how I felt. It is empowering. It is about taking control of your emotions and your perspective and shaping the frame to change the way you feel. It is about being in control and having only yourself to answer to, which are some very masculine ideas indeed. CBT CBT is problem-focused and action-oriented. Talking about my current issues at the time, relationship troubles, work stress, too much sex, and body image, help bring to light the frames in which I address myself and the world. Sharing my thoughts and feelings to a therapist was just practice for the new skills he had taught me. It was this weekly practice that had helped create the new habits that I use to this day. Now in my daily life, I'm able to quickly identify negative thinking or, or frames and reframe them to better match reality, which in turn changes the way I feel, which in turn affects positively the way I interact with myself, my kids, my girlfriend, people at work, and everywhere. Therapy without learning real tools may be useless. I don't know. I haven't had that experience. Other more traditional avenues of psychotherapy have the therapist search for the unconscious meaning behind behaviors and then seek to diagnose the patient. But, Z <clears throat> but CBT was about giving me tools to use my own conscious thoughts as a way to influence my behavior myself. Some may say that therapy is a waste of money. Was it expensive? I had insurance and it cost me $40 per week or $160 per month. And when I didn't have insurance, I negotiated with my therapist to accept for me what the insurers pay him, i.e. a discount. In that case, it was $105 per session when I had an insurance lapse. But to me, it was invaluable. Of course, you can learn many of these same techniques by reading books such as Gorilla Mindset. But for me, having a real-life expert to talk to on a regular basis and the cathartic nature of verbalizing feeling was worth it. Just like Townsend Wardlaw wrote, when I share my fears with others, I expose it to the light and these feelings vanish. Fear cannot live in the light. My light was in that therapist's room. I can confirm Townsend is right. How I chose my therapist. I asked around. I had some friends who had been to therapy and I knew some people in the field. I got references and did phone interviews. I treated my first couple of sessions as an interview of the therapist in addition to being about you. This is about fit and comfort and I had the right to choose. I knew I had to talk to a man a woman wouldn't be right. Would it be able to be totally honest or open or even fully attentive with a female therapist who was my age or younger? Why, Jack? Very few 60-year-old women have anything to add to me in terms of understanding who I was. A similarly aged gay male is my final choice. Not too many straight masculine dudes out there in talk therapy land. You see how he keeps making that excuse, right? He keeps throwing that out a few times. It's just so confusing to me. I asked my therapist for a plan, and we developed a set of goals together. I didn't let it be pure navel-gazing or crying. This is about action. Exploration is part of it, but had to have a plan. I used my insurance network. With my not-so-great insurance, I was able to keep costs to the $40 copay per session. Therapy is not the sole answer. Talking to a therapist and learning about my, how my brain worked was not the only avenue I took to working through my issues at the time. I made sure to stay healthy and fit, eat right, sleep well, socialize, and write. I wrote an ongoing anonymous blog where I did most of my navel-gazing and threw it up for people to go apeshit on, and they did. But it was cathartic. 
by the time I was done breaking up with my girlfriend at the time, the post was 1,000 1, pages with comments. Not 1,000 comments, 1,000 pages I wrote a lot. I shared so much of my thoughts and fears that people thought it was made up. They accused me of being a fiction writer or what? worse, a woman. When a man was able to articulate honestly share his innermost fears and thoughts, the readers cannot process. And I went to therapy and talked about my feelings. But the difference to me is that I share these feelings and thoughts as a practice for the new skills I was developing to change all of that. Sometimes you have to dig around in the pain to find the triggers. Hate that word. Which caused the negative self-talk. Being able to identify who or what put those nasty voices in my head was something I had to do in order to discredit them and reframe. It was about owning myself, my emotions, and continuing my evolution to auto-regulating and auto-enhancing being. We're nothing more than walking hardware with thinking software, and that software can be written and rewritten. It was as if until now my internal software was open source code that could be edited by third parties just by telling me things over and over again. Taking ownership of that software editing and closing the firewall to the outside was my biggest takeaway from therapy. I've become more independent and less judgmental myself in the process. Therapy isn't just for housewives and crazy people. Therapy, when done the right way, can be precisely what the auto-regulating individualist male needs in his life to, in order to make progress. Finding someone you can relate to, create a plan, learn real tools, practice putting those into use, and use your insurance to make it as cheap as possible. Eventually, you'll find you have no need or desire to go back. A good therapist works himself out of a job from day one. After about nine months of weekly, then semi-weekly, and eventually monthly meetings, I realized I had outgrown the need for it. Equipped with a better arsenal of tools and a better understanding of myself, I'm too busy enjoying life to have time for therapy these days. That's that's the article that made me just think so much more. I'm like, this makes so much sense. All the weird porn stuff, the weird blow up of Sidney Watson, the extra defensive note he took at that one joke by their uh, by the producer. I don't know what the producer on the You Are Here now or You Are Here's the name is uh, the redheaded guy when he made the tranny joke, but. You guys can go follow Mr. Metacor on YouTube and watch his breakdown or Rakita Law. They've just been going hard at Jack Murphy. You guys can learn about all the other porn dirty stuff, but I'm starting to feel bad because I couldn't believe I found evidence that he might have been sexually assaulted by somebody when he was in his early teen or preteen years. It really explains a lot of this behavior, his defensiveness around the subject. A lot of people are thinking that maybe he might be like a paid, like kind of like agent of certain conservative organizations, that this is kind of the orchestrated fall, you know, but there's a lot of weird things going around around Jack Murphy. I'll try to make this the last video I make on the subject, unless something new breaks, but go ahead and like, follow, share, subscribe on Cosmic Radio. Check out the America Unhinged podcast on Spotify and have a good day. Happy New Year.